the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. DC.com. SurroundDC.com. Connecting you with new customers. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. When you change your station, you change your life. 105.1 FM WAVA. Summer has arrived, and if you can't enjoy it because of the discomfort, swelling, and achiness of those varicose and spider veins in your legs, we can help. At Vein Clinics of America, our doctors specialize in just one thing, the expert treatment of vein disease. We've been relieving the pain and discomfort caused by vein disease for over 40 years, restoring the confidence, appearance, and health to over 300,000 pairs of legs belonging to people just like you. Using the latest minimally invasive techniques in an outpatient setting, we'll have you back on your feet in less than an hour with little to no downtime we'll leave you with less discomfort more confidence and an entire summer to enjoy the activities and summer wardrobe you've been looking forward to best of all medicare and most insurance is accepted so call bain clinics of america now to see if you qualify for a free consultation to review your condition and treatment options this summer live your best life call 800-529-2992 800-529-2992 that's 800-529-2992 Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. If you aren't following WAVA on Twitter yet, go to WAVA.com and find the Twitter follow button. WAVA is your 24-hour-a-day Bible study. Always here for you. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It is Theological Thursday. Put your thinking caps on. You ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. And such a privilege to be able to hang out with you for the first hour of Rush Hour out of the nation's capital. 
covering all of the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, covering uh, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in on WAVA 105.1 FM. And also, uh, of course, on my Facebook and YouTube live pages, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, as well as all of my social media. So thanks for those of you who are there as well. Uh, if you're new to the show, then let me tell you how we roll. And if you're not new, you can probably say it with me. Are you ready? We kick the week off with what? Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me tomorrow on Friday is fair game. Saturdays we have a special show, and Sundays I, uh, I preach three times at Bridgeway Community Church. If you want to learn more about that or enjoy our broadcast services at 8, 10, and 12, just go to bridgeway.cc. Now, today is Theological Thursday, and we're going to talk about the theology of speaking in tongues. The theology of speaking in tongues. What does the Bible say about speaking in tongues? Tongues, And uh, what do we get right about it or wrong about it? Maybe you have a question about it. I will open my phone lines for your questions, but I'm also going to do some teaching on it just so you can uh, be brought up to speed and understand at least what my thinking is uh, about the topic. Of course, as I always say to you, I don't have all the answers on all the topics, but we can at least broach them, pull a chair up to the uh, to the table and have a conversation uh, about it. So that's what we're going to do. We don't have to uh, divide over it, but we surely can talk about it and learn together regarding it. Okay, so that's what today's topic is. Uh, if you want to give me a call during the show right here in the studio, my phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. So feel free uh, to give me a call and we can talk about that. Hey, let's bow for a word of prayer and commit our time over to the Lord. And then we can uh, we can chit chat about this topic of speaking in tongues. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity you give us to uh, speak to you and for you to speak to us and for us to speak one to another. And so we just pray in the name of Jesus that you would now uh, guide us and uh, give us your thinking uh, on these scriptures as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can go to andersonspeaks.com or my favorite website, uh, embracegracism.com, where you can learn what it means to be a gracist and even get my book, Gracism, The Art of Inclusion. You can go to the Gracism store and get all kinds of good swag, including some really cool uh, kicks if you're into uh, Italian leather uh, sneakers. They're hot, okay, as well as the Gracism t-shirt, which I love, and uh, you can get that at a, at a pretty good price, too. So check it out, the Gracism store. Uh, also, so many other uh, materials and opportunities to interact with what Gracism means, including assigning the Gracism creed for racial healing. If you've not 
taken five minutes to read that. It is a five-minute read uh, for the creed, and you can sign it to say, yep, I'm with you, and this is how I want to help to bring uh, racial healing. You know, there is a way to do it that's godly. There is a way to do it that is honoring to God as we uh, uh, search for, seek for, and strive for for justice. We can do it in a God-honoring way, can't we? So what do you think about speaking in tongues? If you want to give me a call to talk about it, talk about your understanding, maybe your confusion about it, maybe your uh, experience with it, uh, good, bad, ugly, I don't know, uh, feel free to do it. Uh, my number is uh, 888-432-7434. So let me uh, do a little bit of uh, teaching uh, on this. Uh, tongues are primarily a gift of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's important to understand uh, because when you understand that tongues are a gift of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12, 10, then that helps you to put it into a context. Uh, it's uh, so important to understand that if something is a gift, it must come from what? A giver, right? And so you, the, the gift has to have a giver. And so the one who's the giver of every good and perfect gift is the father of lights, James chapter 1. But in 1 Corinthians 12, 10, it actually lists, among many of the gifts, uh, it lists tongues. It says, uh, to another, miraculous powers, to uh, another, prophecy, to another, to the distinguishing uh, of of uh, between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and still another the interpretation of tongues so we can see from the writer Paul that tongues are a gift from God some see this gift as an unknown language through which they uh, can pray uh, to God uh, others see it as a known language that they have not previously studied. But however we want to define that, and we'll get to that, uh, we need to primarily see that it's a gift that comes from the giver, God himself. And uh, others may see it as a spiritual opportunity to speak uh, God's word in a way that they don't understand and therefore need interpretation. Uh, some believe in both. They believe, yes, it's a gift, that's an unknown language, and it's a gift that's a known language, but just not known to the speaker. Uh, according to Acts chapter 2, uh, when the outbreak of the first century church took place, uh, the inauguration of God's church took place, they were speaking in uh, tongues that, uh, in hearing the gospel in tongues that they had not uh, previously uh, were able to interpret, but yet the gospel was clear to them. And so that's why uh, we see it as uh, a gift from God. Um, now, as a church, mine anyway, the only one that I pastor, we don't uh, view tongues as a second blessing that one receives after they grow to another spiritual level. In other words, I don't believe that speaking in tongues is a second blessing. You get saved, and then if you really get saved, you got to go now learn how to speak in tongues. And once that happens, you're at the level you're supposed to be at. Uh, that's what some call a second blessing 
uh, I would not necessarily agree with that. Well, listen, this is just the introduction. I realize that there's a lot more to talk about. You've got my number now, 888-432-7434. As uh, normal at this time, I've got to run to my commercial break. And I also want to remind you that if you need a waterproofing or a roofing company, Best Buy Waterproofing is the way to go. Check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com or give them a call and tell them you want to get rid of the water damage in your house. 844-980-3707. I'll be right back. Glendale or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240 240- 516-4967. Ask for the owner for Dell and tell him that Dr. Anderson sent you. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, 
and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Now, we're talking today about, uh, on this Theological Thursday, speaking in tongues. What does the Bible say about it, and uh, how can you uh, learn more about what this means and what it doesn't mean? Uh, The church has debated over it for years, even divided over it for a period of time. But uh, we don't have to divide over it. We can debate. We can dialogue. And I like to say let's major on the majors and minor on the minors. And uh, for some people, speaking in tongues is a a major issue. And so if your church doesn't do it, that's a problem. If your church does do it, that's a problem for someone else. And uh, so everybody has a sort of a different view on it. I'll give you my take on it. And so far, what have you learned? Uh, You've learned, at least from my point of view, that uh, primarily uh, speaking in tongues is a gift. If you have a gift, you have to have a giver. So it's a gift that comes from God. Every good and perfect gift comes from the heavenly Father of lights, as James 1 says. Romans 12 also says, verse 10, that it is uh, a gift from the Spirit. And then 1 Peter 4.10 says, whatever gift one has been given, they should use it faithfully. So if it is a gift God has given you, then use it like a gift. He's blessed you with it for a purpose, to be a blessing to others, not to divide. Okay? Now, having set that introduction, I'm going to go to the phone lines. If you want to call me, my number is 888-432-7434, or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Why don't we start off in Fairfax, Virginia, with Alan, who's on the line. Hey, Alan, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. Just trying to go home on work day. <laughs> well, we're glad that you are safe and sound and, and ready to listen to some theological conversation. What do you think about that? Amen. <laughs> Amen, brother. Hey, so what do, what do you think about today's topic, speaking in tongues? Yeah, so I'm... I'm I'm actually calling more for uh, some clarification, but I could just tell you what I've what I've heard. Okay. Um, I, I know the the Bible talks about any time that um, tongues is spoken that it requires uh, interpretation, whether it's from a, another party um, or from the person speaking it himself. And and the point is always either to edify God or to edify the church. Mm-hmm. Um, making it useful to people um the other thing that another um school of thought that i've I've heard of is that it's a temporary gift that was only for um i don't know if it was just the apostles or, or perhaps the first century church but uh tongues along um with with signs of like healing and, and things of that sort were temporary gifts mm-hmm. that were meant for the purpose of building the church in that first century. Right. Um, I've heard, you know, I have, uh, I have two people that are, that are mentors to me, Christian mentors. Um, one of them has spoken tongues in a Bible study and, and, um, 
Yeah, I, I would say that he's saved. He bears fruit. Um, my other mentor told me if you see that thing run in the opposite direction. Mm, how about that? How about and, that? Yeah. So, so I really, I really don't know what to make of it. I haven't studied that topic deep enough to have a conclusive answer. Gotcha. Well, you know what? Let me um, let me respond to some of that. I'll let you listen on the air because I'm going to read a few passages that might be helpful. Okay, Alan? Good talking to you, Dr. Anderson. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. Be safe out there. And so you're, you mentioned that there should be an interpreter. That comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, where Paul is given some rules with regard to worship uh, services. Okay. So it doesn't mean that tongues are limited to worship services, but it does mean when you come together in corporate worship, there should be some order. And what the apostle Paul is saying in, uh, first Corinthians chapter 14, I'll pick it up at verse 27. If anyone speaks in a tongue two, or at the most three, should speak one at a time, and someone must interpret. Interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and God. Now, what we get from that is that you can speak in tongues by yourself between you and God. So that is important to understand. So people who do speak in tongues in their prayer closet uh, maybe with a small, intimate group of people or by themselves, that's allowable. But in group worship, when you're dealing with uh, uh, you know, more than a few people, uh, two or three, Paul says, would be the limit so that the whole service is not in a language that people don't understand. And then if God does give this gift of speaking uh, in the Spirit— then there needs to be someone to interpret what is being said or otherwise it's not edifying to anyone except maybe the speaker. And so that's why while you're in private, it's about you and God. And that's okay if you have that gift. But when you're with a group of people and you're all worshiping God together, if you do start speaking in an unknown tongue, what benefit is that? If I don't speak Chinese and everybody's speaking in Chinese, uh, then I can say praise the Lord and sense the spirit. I just won't understand. And so it, unless there's an interpreter and they, I put something in my ear and someone's interpreting what the guy who's speaking Chinese says in the language that I understand, which is English, now I can be edified too. Now I can join in. And worship is supposed to be about inclusion, not exclusion, right? So anyway, there is that part. Now, so, so far as the question or the comment about tongues ceasing, where that comes from is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, where some people believe that that gift, along with the other sign gifts, sign meaning S-I-G-N, that these gifts were given as a sign, um, which, you know, there's a whole uh, category of conversation there. I don't want to go down the rabbit trail, but what I will say is that in 1 Corinthians 13, you know that chapter, that's the love chapter, where love is patient, love is kind, all of that, right? Well, when you get to verse um, 11 and 12, uh, 
when you start reading even the opening, let's just start with the opening. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains and have not love, I am nothing. What is he saying? He's saying even if you have these great spiritual gifts and of prophecy and of, of speaking in tongues, if you don't have love, it is meaningless. It means nothing. Now, when you, so what does that tell us? That some might have the gift of tongues of men and of angels. Now, when you get to verse 11, uh, it's, well, let me pick it up. Love never fails. I'll go a little bit uh, up to verse uh, six and seven. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. And where there is knowledge, it, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. Now, what some will do is use that verse to say tongues have ceased or tongues have been stilled. I do not believe that this verse is a good uh, support for the fact that ch tongues ceased after the first century church began because it was in the book of Acts, and I see Acts as a transitional book from the Gospels to the Epistles. That's when the first century church started. And so all these miraculous signs, speaking in tongues, prophecy, and all these other sign gifts were operative at that time. But then once the church was established, they were no longer operative, and it all began to cease or be still. I actually don't interpret this verse that way. Let me tell you why. I'm not saying that tongues have not, uh, I, I can't say that tongues have ceased. I can't say that tongues have been stilled. I can't say categorically that the God of the book of Acts may not do uh, uh, again in the future what he did then. But I also realize that the book of Acts is a transitional book, and God can act like he acted in Acts, or he can do a new thing because he's God all by himself. So I'm not going to put God in a box. But I want you to notice this verse again. Uh, his whole point is that love will never cease. Love never fails, but these things do. Where there will be prophecies, they will cease. Meaning, when we get to heaven, you're not going to need prophecies anymore. Because all the prophecies are about the coming of Christ, of the Messiah, the first or the second time. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Well, you know, again, when we get to heaven, that's true. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. When we get to heaven... Uh, these gifts won't be necessary, but some would say, no, they're not necessary now. Anyway, that's my view of it. I'm coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. <laughs> 
Summer has arrived, and if you can't enjoy it because of the discomfort, swelling, and achiness of those varicose and spider veins in your legs, we can help. At Vein Clinics of America, our doctors specialize in just one thing, the expert treatment of vein disease. We've been relieving the pain and discomfort caused by vein disease for over 40 years, restoring the confidence, appearance, and health to over 300,000 pairs of legs belonging to people just like you. Using the latest minimally invasive techniques in an outpatient setting, we'll have you back on your feet in less than an hour with little to no downtime we'll leave you with less discomfort more confidence and an entire summer to enjoy the activities and summer wardrobe you've been looking forward to best of all medicare and most insurance is accepted so call bain clinics of america now to see if you qualify for a free consultation to review your condition and treatment options this summer live your best life call 800-529-2992 800-529-2992 that's 800-529-2992 and they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? <laughs> well, marriage is not a fairy tale. It's a great adventure. That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Love You Better plan, 30 days to love your spouse better. You'll also be entered to win a Family Life Love Like You Mean It marriage cruise with money to cover additional expenses. Go to wava.com and use the keyword love. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com. Be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So glad you're hanging out with me today. A big hello to Cousin Johnny Johnson, Andrew Altman, Seniors Online. D Bird is there on my Facebook page along with Anita Powell and Judy Yaya. So hello to each of you. I'm so glad that you're tuned, on, tuned in there online. Thanks for hanging with me uh, today. If you want to give me a call in this second half hour of the show, our conversation, if you're just joining us, is about the theological concept of speaking in tongues. Have you ever heard of it? Maybe you have. Maybe you've uh, spoken in tongues before or you go to a church where uh, they don't or another church where they try to teach it to you. There's a lot of theological, uh, sometimes, uh, what's the right word, various uh, views 
on the topic. So I kind of wanted to give you what my view was and see if this was something that might be helpful to you. We've learned so far that tongues are a gift. If they're a gift, that means you have to have a giver. And so God is the one who gives the gift of tongues. We also heard uh, that when tongues are used in worship, uh, they should be interpreted by someone or else it is not a uh, uh, edifying to the body. And it doesn't restrict interpretation to someone else besides the tongue speaker. So sometimes somebody might speak in tongues and then they may actually say what uh, what it means in order to edify uh, the body. All right. Uh, my phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Donald, who's in Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, Donald, welcome to the show today. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking today? Well, this, this is a great topic, man, because um, I actually at one point had a, a concern and issue with this particular topic because now, Don, Donald, I'm, Donald, I'm kind of having a hard time hearing you. Are you on a different phone? Or are you on a speaker? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I might be on Okay. Come off of that. Otherwise, uh, you're talking, but we won't be able to hear you. And I'm sure what you have is important. So uh, see if you can figure that one out and give me a call back so we don't uh, miss this airtime. Let's go to Shifra in Annandale, Virginia. Hey, Shifra, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? <laughs> Dr. Anderson, how are you doing? I'm so glad you're talking on this topic. <laughs> Good, good. Now, oh, my God. I'm in agreement with you, but we have an issue at our congregation because some people speak in tongues, others do not. So it's a constant debate back and forth and back mm, and forth. Mm. And uh, how has it turned out, and how have you fared in the midst of all of this, Ms. Shifra? <laughs> well, now that you're helping me out, I'm going to share this with us so they can listen to all that. It will give them some inspiration. Well, good. All you have to do is copy the link of today's show and send it to whoever you want to. At least we'll open up a conversation, won't it? Yes. Well, are you going to have a part two to follow? Well, we'll we'll see. It's, it seems like it's a good topic. I think all these topics, I might need two or three hours just to break it down. But uh, we'll take what yeah. we can get right now, okay? Thank you so much. God bless you. Blessings <laughs> back to you, Miss Shifra. I love your spirit. Well, again, tongues, you who are so welcome. Take care. Tongues, again, is an opportunity uh, to talk about the giftedness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord. This is what I mean. If you have the gift of tongues, praise God. That means that you have a special language that you and God have. That's a beautiful thing to celebrate. That is not something uh, to condemn. Where it gets in the area of confusion is when we start trying to make the gift we have, everybody else's gift. If I have the gift of teaching and you have the gift of administration, um, then it's important for us to uh, celebrate each other's gifts because you are gifted in areas I'm not, and I'm gifted in areas you're not. But if we come together, you see, now we have the power uh, to, to accomplish something together, and that's what, that's what the uh, gifts are given for. So in this case, uh, if I have the gift of tongues uh, and I am edified in my prayer time, with God, that should make me a better Christian, right? It should make, if I'm close to, if I, I think one of the best ways to put it is how, um, and I, I want to use this illustration, but I don't want to go too far because I know we're on family radio. So let me just put it like this. When you have a connection and an intimacy with somebody, 
it's not for the public. There are special things within the realm of that those special moments that are supposed to be something that blesses you and the other person. And then you go out and guess what? You feel better. You, you should be a better citizen in the community because of what you have experienced in private. Can I put it like that? Are you are you picking up what I'm laying down? Okay. But um, if you try to popularize that, if you try to put that out uh, for everybody else, now you have abused something that uh, was supposed to be uh, discreet, lovely, and beautiful. Are you with me? And so uh, let's just say if, if that gift is something that you and the Lord enjoy, then you and the Lord should enjoy it. Uh, but let's, let's not destroy it uh, because everybody wants to uh, somehow make sure everyone has that same experience. People experience the Lord differently, okay? And as people experience the Lord differently, we all have our unique connections with Almighty God, and we should. Uh, what we celebrate is that we all have connections with him, don't we? And we have corporate connections and we have personal connections. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back. Don't go anywhere. I know the time flies, but we still have a nice major segment left. So hold on because we're talking today on Theological Thursday about speaking in tongues on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happiness is closer than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with eHome Counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. Convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but eHome Counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD e-home counseling can help and they take major insurance so give them a call at 833-40-E-HOME that's 833-40-E-HOME or catch them online ehomegroup.com that's ehomegroup.com happiness is closer than you think when asked the question raised by her professor why are you here at Omega Graduate School Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. back real talk with dr david anderson let's get back to the phone lines baltimore maryland got donald on the line hey donald welcome back uh, can you hear me now, dr anderson so much better thank you sir what's your comment sure. or question sir 
Yeah, I'm going to make this quick because I know you're up against the time. But um, I had a situation that happened to me early in my, in my walk several years ago where um, people was telling me, if you don't speak in tongues, man, that you ain't saved. Right. Now, now I'm asking them, well, you have to show me that in Scripture, you know, because my understanding is that the Holy Spirit gives it to whoever he wants to give it to. Correct. You know, and it, there's other gifts that I have, but speaking in tongues isn't it. Right. I mean, so much so that the guy was actually doing exercises in classes right. on speaking in tongues, and he was holding my stomach, and it was like almost like he was doing a Lamont class or something. Right. And he right. was like breathing a certain way and and doing all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, what's this type of thing with speaking in tongues, man? Right. Right. Well, and that's been a thing that has uh, thrown a lot of people off because the church focuses on the the tongues instead of just focusing on on discipleship, and we believe that once you've experienced Christ, once you've invited Christ into your life, uh, then the Holy Spirit now lives in you, okay, period. And the Spirit is the one who gives the gifts. And you see, the, the Holy Spirit is the gift that all believers have once they're saved. And no believer can get any more of the Holy Spirit once he's saved. You can't get more of the Holy Spirit. Uh, theologically speaking. Now, he, this, in fact, if anyone does not have the Spirit of God in them, then he's not in Christ. That's that's what Romans 8, yeah. 8 verse 9 says, Romans 8 9. So, you know, if you don't have the Spirit of God in you, then you don't have Christ in you. But if you have Christ in you, then you have the Spirit of God in you. So you can't get more of the Holy Spirit, period. All right? So then what happens is people are like, what do you mean I can't get more of the Holy Spirit? It says be, be filled with the Holy Spirit. What do you mean? Listen, you can't get more of the Holy Spirit, but listen to this. Here it comes. But the Holy Spirit can get more of you. Amen. You see what I'm saying? I get it. So the I Spirit can get more of the believer as the believer is submitted to the movement and the control of the Spirit. And so being filled mm -hmm. with the Spirit means allowing the Holy Spirit to control more of you. And you probably know, Donald, like I do, that uh, it's not that the Spirit is not there. It's like, how much control am I going to give them in this situation? <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, I was, I was telling my daughter this Sunday night because she, she went to a service where they was doing this. Right. And um, the, the, the problem I have with that, quite frankly, and I'm, I'm done, is that if I was a person now coming off the street and I'm walking through this church, and I'm hearing all these people saying, "Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not knocking it for whoever's gifted in it." So I'm with, I'm with nobody that misconstrued what I'm saying. But, but it's if confusing. I'm walking in off the street, mm -hmm. yeah, that's where I'm going at. Yep, I know. And it sounds like gibberish to me. Yep. You know, but nobody's in there interpreting what nobody's saying. So I'm walking right back out the door. There you go. Hey, listen, Donald. Thanks for hanging with me. I appreciate you. Um, the Holy Spirit uh, gives us gifts and fruits. Okay, and that's what we need to focus on. Whatever gift God has given you, you can be promised that you have one. Okay, at least one, probably more. So develop the gift God has given you and be faithful to use that gift as First Peter 4.10 says. But the Bible also tells us that God gives fruits of the Holy Spirit. In other words, the more that the Holy Spirit has control in your life, the more fruit is developed. And that fruit primarily is the fruit of love. All right. And out of that love can flow the other fruits. Right. But at the end of the day, it's it's love. And, and that's how, you know, somebody is truly a Christian.
because they love God and they love their neighbor. They love God and they love others. They love God and they'll eat loving their enemies. See, that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's not a fruit of the flesh. The fruit of the flesh is the exact opposite. I'm not going to love those who are mean to me, who hate me. I'm going to return fire for fire, anger for anger, insult for insult. But it takes the Holy Spirit to calm the flesh and to allow the Spirit of God to have that control. Are you with me? All right, let me go to Arthur, who's in Baltimore, Maryland, as well. Hi, Arthur. It's uh, Dr. Anderson. How are you? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Amen. Uh, the Word of God, number one, is 100% clear on this topic of the Holy Spirit, on the topic of, of, of speaking in tongues, as he is clear on every topic. Every topic. The Holy Spirit is not given to every believer. That's what the Bible tells you. The Bible says it's given to some. Mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. don't speak in tongues. Right. Just like everybody don't prophesy. Just like everybody don't have the gift of healing right. or the gift of teaching. Everybody mm-hmm. can't do that. And that's the problem now in the body of Christ. That's why the devil has so much room in the body of Christ. Because we're so focused on nitpicking with each other. Oh, well, you don't do this or you don't do this. Mm-hmm. Half of the time when you walk in churches, and I'm just being honest, half of the time when you walk in churches and you hear people speaking in tongues and all that, but you never see no growth in the church. You know they speaking mm-hmm. in tongues that ain't real with God because when you speak in tongues and it come from God, there's going to be transformation that follows that. Well, there should be. When you look from there should be. It should be when it comes from God. And, right. and one more thing with that. Can't nobody teach you how to speak in tongues but the Holy Spirit. Right. No man can teach you that. No yeah. man can put his hands on you and get you to speak in tongues. That's nothing that yeah. nobody can do. A human being can't do it. If that was so, the Holy Spirit yeah. wouldn't be necessary. It wouldn't be a Thank- gift from God. It'd be a gift from yeah. man. Thank you, Arthur. Good word. I appreciate that. The, the idea of being taught something, I think we should get this straight. Um, you can be taught how to be more open to your gifts. You can be taught how to sharpen your gifts. So I wouldn't say that uh, somebody can't be taught uh, how to speak in tongues. What I would say is if God has given you the raw gift of speaking in tongues, then maybe somebody else who has that gift can give you some teaching around it. Same with prophecy. It can be a gift that God has given somebody, but you might still need some training around it. When do you prophesy? How do you prophesy? How do you read prophecy? Uh, how do you engage uh, prophecy? You know, so I, I do think that there is a, um, you know, some flexibility here on, on teaching it. But what you did say, and I agree with, you cannot demand uh, that everybody do the same thing because we can't have all the gifts. That's the, the There's only one gift, and that gift is the Holy Spirit. And then he gives us gifts. And so those gifts need to be developed. They need to be deployed. And so if there's some teaching around how to develop and to deploy that gift, then, uh, then praise God for it. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, let's go to Haymarket, Virginia, talking to Melissa, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Melissa. Hello, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? You're welcome. Well, I'm thinking I'm loving all this commentary, what beautiful, uh, thoughtful responses you're sharing. And uh, and I've been wondering about how the Lord wants to activate or deploy my uh, um, 
nine-year gift he gave me of speaking in tongues at mm-hmm. at a uh, weekend away with our church, Trail Anglican in Fairfax. Mm-hmm. And um, for, for private use, if you will, and I was going through a great deal of pain, and yeah. and our, our pastor asked um, if you'd like to receive the gift of tongues to pray about it now. And um, well, some I, I prayed for the gift of healing because I was going through a lot of physical health issues and emotional mm-hmm. challenges, and suddenly I'm speaking in tongues mm. and having an out of body experience um, that was. Uh, quite profound that I know we don't have time to talk about, but um, it proceeded into a very private time of healing for me. And then I was uh, seeing people all over the world as I was praying different countries. I was like above the earth. Hang on one second. Melissa, unfortunately, I've got this break. Why don't you just hold on and we'll uh, conclude it in just a moment. Think about what you want to say so we can condense it for just about 30 seconds on the other side of the break. I'll be right back. The UN has called what's happening in Lebanon the worst humanitarian crisis since World War II. COVID-19, political upheaval, a crumbling economy, and two million refugees, children and their families, living in poverty and despair. But folks, in the midst of it all, God is at work. More Muslim-cultured people than ever before are putting their faith and trust in Jesus. And through your generous support, Heart for Lebanon is being used to bring these hurting people from despair to hope. A single gift of $116 helps bring a child and their family survival essentials for the next four months and the hope of the gospel which lasts forever. $348 cares for this family for an entire year. Right now, there are over 300 children and their families who desperately need our help. So we're hoping you'll be as generous as you can when you call 888-578-9340. That's 888-578-9340, or click on the Heart for Lebanon banner at WAVA.com. It was not a good luck charm. Uh, It it was just a message. Daryl Waltrip is one of the biggest racing legends in NASCAR, and he shares how his wife Stevie encouraged him with scripture on today's Focus on the Family Minute. And Stevie didn't just, you know, throw something together Sunday morning, stick it on a car and put it in a car. She gave it a lot of thought. And, and normally it would be some scripture that was related to maybe something that's going on in that weekend. Maybe I'd had a problem with a, another driver and it would be, you know, forgive your enemy or, you know, whatever. And a lot of times during a caution flag, you'd always put them on the dash on a little note card. A lot of times during a caution flag, maybe things weren't going so great. And you'd look over and you'd read that scripture. Think about someone who could benefit from an encouraging word or a scripture and send them a note today. Learn more about Daryl and Stevie Waltrip's spiritual journey at FamilyMinute.org. In her hit song, Firework, Katy Perry said, Do you ever feel like a paper bag in the wind? Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and that's quite a word picture, isn't it? A paper bag blowing around in the wind. Nobody cares about it. Nobody's got any use for it. Well, a lot of times, I think, in our world, we do feel like that. Ah, but I got great news for you from the Bible, and that is that Jesus Christ knows every one of us. He cares about every one of us, and he notices every one of us. And he would like to take your life and my life and make them a whole lot more than a paper bag in the wind. Not a sermon, just a thought. If you'd like more information about Not A Sermon, you can check out our website at notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. 
uncomfortable with it. So I'm seeking direction as I'm feeling a tapping. It keeps coming up. The Lord is tapping my shoulder, yeah. and he's saying it's time. And I'm, being, I'm actually being called in my privacy again um, to, to speak aloud, speak tongues in my, in my privacy in my home. And he, I feel like he's, he's uh, opening this doorway. So how do I, as you use the word deploy, how do I begin to find uh, direction to deploy this? No one has ever interpreted, um, so uh, I would, you know, in my presence. So I would uh, say, first of all, praise the Lord, you have that gift. That's something special between you and the Lord. What I would do is I would use... very intimate for me right now, yeah. Yeah, what I would do is I would use that as your secret uh, sauce. I would use it mm. as your, your uh, secret weapon, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, p- privately with the Lord. So let's say there's somebody that needs to be healed. When you're in your prayer closet, mm-hmm. begin to speak to God about that in your special language, okay? Uh, it's mm-hmm, your secret mm-hmm. sauce. It's a it's a special thing between you and God. Use that oh, yeah. uh, privately now, not just because it's you and the Lord, yes, but now use mm-hmm. it as I'm get now going to c- come against the enemy on behalf of this other person's healing. Oh, and yes, so, it, it really emerges. It very power- right. I don't even know if what I'm saying, but I'm sensing the yeah. power of the Lord so, coming yeah. in, the strength. So I would, yeah, de- I, w- I would deploy it like that. I wouldn't uh, try to deploy okay. it outside the house. I would just deploy it more strategically as a secret mm-hmm. weapon that nobody can steal from you, take from you. They wonder, they wonder where that superpower coming from. And oh, you, sure you, you know, have, you know I where it comes from. Husband. You know where it comes <laughs> from, and you uh, yeah. leave it there. Okay, that, that would be my advice okay. to you. Okay, Miss Melissa. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Bless, God bless you. Blessings to you. Oh. Let me take my final call from Alexandria, Virginia. I have Don on the line. Hey, Don, how are you, friend? Fine, thank you. Praise the Lord, Dr. Anderson. Praise the Lord. I just want to mention, uh, was in a great open prayer service, and someone started babbling, and it sounded rehearsed. It was very distracting. It actually took the wind out of our sails. So when it's misused, it sounds like self-edification rather than edifying the body of Christ. And finally, I think the next tough topic, uh, uh, theological thirst could be on baptism in Jesus' name or in, in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's that another one that was interesting. Well, you know what? And the way that connects to this is uh, the baptism of the Spirit, too. And so thank you for that, Don. I appreciate you. Listen, friends, you've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is another Theological Thursday where we're kind of having class, raising up the different different topics. And I thank you when you uh, offer them as well. So uh, 888-432-7434. That is our uh, number for tomorrow, which is open phone in Friday. So what do you want to talk to me about? Whatever it is, it's fair game tomorrow. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you give us answers, you give us encouragement, you give us enlightenment, and we're just grateful, God, that you give us a connection with you as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, help your children Need electrical work done? Call A-Action. We specialize in electrical work. No job is too small. For electrical work, call 703-922-1900. Problem solved. Alexa can play WAVAFM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. On the next Focus on the Family, former NASCAR champion Daryl Waltrip and his wife Stevie share some amazing stories from the racing world and talk openly about God working in and through their lives. Jim Daly visits with them from the Daryl Waltrip Museum in North Carolina on the next Focus on the Family. Thursday at 4.30 a.m., 7 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and 8.30 p.m. on W.A.